0: Welcome to the Stepping Into She podcast. It's your girl and your host, Courtney, creator of Stepping Into She. And I'm so excited to bring this episode to you today. Thank you, everyone, for coming back to listen to another episode of Stepping Into She. I have an amazing guest, and you've heard her on the podcast before. And we had such a great conversation. We needed to come back together and talk some more. Um, So I have America Allen on. And I'm so happy to have you back to the Stepping Into She podcast. Because the last time you were here, you dropped so many gems. Um, I took so many notes. We had such a good conversation and so many people loved the episode. So I'm really happy that we were able to come back together. So for all of our new listeners, give us a reintroduction to who you are.
1: First of all, thank you for having me back. I'm super excited to be back. Um, So I am America Allen. I am a North Carolina-based licensed clinical social worker. I am the owner of SUNU Healing Collectively, where I work to support Primarily, black women on their healing journey um so really focusing on self-care, understanding what that means, what that looks like, breaking down all of the stigma and stereotypes about what it means to be a black woman so that we're able to enter into our healing journey and truly be able to love ourselves.
0: Yes, I love that and we have to celebrate a milestone. you did just have a milestone, a two year anniversary so Yay. congratulations on that yes um, and I know talked about this a little bit, but tell us how you're celebrating this year, your two-year anniversary.
1: So my two-year anniversary celebration is very different than year one celebration. So year one celebration, it was Um, a lot of the external validation, right? So it was posting, I have to go get a massage. I have to treat myself. I'm going to do all of these. I think I did a staycation. Yeah, I'm going to do all of these grand things. And this year it was really important for me to be introspective. So really focusing in, okay, what is it? Where am I at right now in this moment mentally? Um, Where am I at emotionally? And then what is it that I need to change or grow into so that I can make year two even more successful or going into year three, even more successful than the previous years, and then what do I need to do to be able to continue to duplicate the results that I'm getting, so it's been really important for me to kind of sit with myself about where I am, and what I need, and what this business needs, so that I can ease into the rest of the year. Yes,
0: I love that transition, I love that, <laughs> I love that, I love that, Um so <laughs> As she mentioned, ease is the topic of conversation today. And it's really funny because um, I was saying a lot of my friends, particularly my, um, my Black female friends, are talking about introducing the word ease into their lifestyle and their self-care journey in 2022. And it's funny because um, you posted something on Instagram, a few things actually, um, connecting to the word ease and talking about the word ease. And I had to sit back and I was like, I don't even really think I know what that means. Like, what does the word ease mean? Like, what is that?
1: (laughs) So I'm glad you asked that. I think that's a word that's really difficult for most of us as black and brown women. Mm -hmm. Um, So the dictionary's definition of ease is absence of difficulty or effort Mm -hmm. or being able to move carefully or gradually. Mm -hmm. And so... To me, that's really important because for a lot of us, there's usually a common universal thing. We've all been taught that we need to work 10 times harder than other people, right? So you have to be the smartest, you have to be um, the most articulate, you have to make sure you show up a certain way around certain folks, you have to get your good job, grab onto that job, stay there forever, even if it doesn't benefit you or suit you, right? A lot of what we're taught is about really being super women about being strong and so ease is the complete opposite of that mm. ease is i'm going to allow myself ways to make this not easier but more obtainable make it more sustainable right because we don't have to struggle we do not have to get it out the mud. and i know like when we talk about grind culture and hustle culture it's a lot around like you got to get it out your at the mud you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you got to do this and you got to we don't have to I don't know about <laughs> you but I I feel like my ancestors have done enough I feel like my yes. great-grandmother done enough I think my grandmother did enough my mom has done enough it, it stops right here yes I, I've done enough if I don't ever do anything else after today I have done enough
0: I've done enough yes <laughs>
1: enough. more than enough so for me, it's about really taking off the cape, the superwoman cape, and just saying, no, I'm gonna allow for ease. I'm gonna allow for things to come to me effortlessly.
0: Mm. I was just thinking about the definition as you as you were saying that. And uh it's 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 funny. Well, it's 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 like crazy because as as black women and black and brown women and women of color, we we attain or we connect our success to the struggle or like. Sometimes even our self-worth, like particularly for me growing up, like I thought like, oh, if I don't struggle, then am I really doing anything in life? So then incorporating this word of ease into just your lifestyle sometimes feels so foreign and, and could even at some points feel uncomfortable because you're not, you're not used to that. Um, so as we talk about like the word ease and, and, and bringing that in, how, how do you even start with saying like, I deserve that? Because that's a whole statement itself. Like I deserve ease in my life. I deserve yes. to not have to struggle. I deserve to 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 take a little bit off my plate and be okay with that. How do you even start incorporating that into your lifestyle? And I'm I'm asking for me and for my friends.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, I think the biggest thing there is we have to be willing to break up with the idea again that we have to struggle. Because you're right. We wear bad. We wear struggle as a badge of honor right? So it's like, I worked 10 times, as hard to get here. I've been homeless. I've been without a job. I've done this. I've done that. And now look at me, I'm a success story. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be willing to break up with the idea that we, again, got to be drug through the mud in order to have success. And so that's the first part of it. And then the step after that is really being clear on knowing that you deserve all good things, all good things all good things and that right there is just
0: a period after that like there's no comma there's no question it's just a period
1: (laughs) you deserve all good things because you are inherently worthy right so it's not oh I need to work harder oh I need to do more oh I need to have this title I need to be in this relationship I need to Mm. be no it is you are worthy as is Right now, in this moment, right. Mm-hmm. And so, when we start to separate what we do from who we are, that's when we can start to say, "Okay, no, I don't have to struggle. I don't have to do these things. I can if I choose to, but I don't have
0: to." Right. That's a big. Um, I'm just taking all of that in. Because <laughs> I think, like I said, when I'm having these conversations with my friends, a lot of my friends are saying, "Like, I want more ease in my life," and I just, I love that that Black women are coming around to the idea that we deserve that. Like we're we're telling ourselves that it's okay to do that. It's okay to have ease and luxury and rest and all of these things. Um, I'm wondering like what took us so long to get here? Like, I feel like, like you said earlier, like your ancestors did enough. Grandmother, great-grandmother, mother did enough. And it's like, man. <laughs> it took us to get here to decide in 2022 like ease is the word um do you have any
1: thoughts on that we have to remember that everything we do is going to be a byproduct of racism and capitalism Mm. so capitalism really drives home this point of productivity Mm. so you are only worthy if you are producing you are only worthy if you have x amount of money you are only worthy if you have this job title. Um, And so we have to be, and then of course, there's this whole thing about um, black women and us not wanting to be lazy. God forbid we're lazy.
0: I was just thinking about that the other day. Like I had a day off and I was like, I had to force myself to sit on the couch and do nothing.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I had to force myself to do that, yeah. And that is hard to do because we've been taught that if we're not working, if we're not producing, then we are lazy, right? And that goes back to the is it the 80s or the 90s when it was the whole welfare queen mm-hmm. era, right? So like Black women are lazy. Black women don't want to do better. Black women don't want better. And so we are actively fighting against all of those stereotypes. So it's really hard to sit down and say, I'm going to accept ease. I'm going to allow myself to rest because in the back of your mind, you f- you're having all of these experiences of guilt come up like you feel bad for sitting still you feel bad for finding ways to make your life easier because it goes against what it is you're supposed how you're supposed to be showing up Mm. yeah yeah
0: yes (laughs) and I think kind of connecting what you said earlier just seeing mothers grandmothers great grandmothers like do all of that and feeling like that is how you're supposed to live your Mm. life but honestly when you say you want to bring ease into your life it's kind of like going against the grain as they would say and mm-hmm. and and being um what is the word uh when you're like I don't want to say revolutionary but it's a word I can't think of right now
1: <laughs> when you're rebelling is yes it yes like that no, okay. like
0: like you're rebelling against the mm-hmm. what society tells you you're supposed to do which in itself could be fear could could be a journey and be a, be um scary because We live in a society that kind of dictates the way we're supposed to live our lives or tell us that we should listen to that. So um, for women who are listening and thinking of bringing ease into their life in their self-love journey, if they think they kind of go together, right? When you think about building up your relationship with yourself and you're inviting ease into that, how do you do that without fear? Or can you, can you, or do
1: you still have fear and still do that? (laughs) <laughs> I, was like, yes. I hear that question. I hear that question a lot. People say, well, how can I bring in ease without guilt or how can I do that without fear? And I think it's because we think that when we make the right decision for us, it's supposed to feel good. And it doesn't always feel good at first. So I'm not really sure. And if there is a way, I haven't mastered the cheat code yet, but I'm not really sure that there's a way to experience ease and not necessarily have the guilt or the fear associated or attached to it Mm. so my advice is always to get really clear on where is this coming from so when you start to feel fear around ease okay why what's scary about it yeah or you start to feel guilt okay why are you feeling guilty because guilt tells us that we're doing something wrong Mm. So, okay. I feel guilty for ease. I feel guilty for rest. Okay. Why? Yeah. Usually the answer is because society tells me that I have to be producing. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not producing, then this means that there's something wrong with me. Okay. Why? Mm.
0: Because this why? country,
1: <laughs> right. Cause this country capitalizes off of the mental, emotional, and physical labor of black and Brown people, specifically women. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Right. So we got to keep, Keep asking why. And once you get to that at the root, it usually makes it a little easier to lean into whatever that thing is that you're trying to do to embrace ease or rest.
0: Mm. Mm. Now you have I'm over here thinking like, what's my why? <laughs> I'm over here sitting like, Why do I feel like that? And obviously, I think, like you said, it comes back to society's view on how black and brown women should contribute to society right and how we should live in society um but i think there's also this piece that you said earlier of just like like the badge of honor just feeling like that is connected to your self-worth um and it's i know it's kind of in the topic of ease but i just want to talk about this just a little bit (laughs) um this year, I feel in the past, maybe 12 to 18 months, I feel like Black women, we have been on such an amazing journey of self-love and connecting back to ourselves and building that relationship with ourselves. And I love that for us because I feel like, yes, I love that for us because I feel like we've been deprived of that for so long. And, um, you know, we're out here trying to make changes. We're we're breaking generational curses, which is like a battle every day. Um, But just thinking like, um, about the self-love journey and and how do you start to to feel like you can really create that relationship with yourself like like to to build that self-love relationship and not feel and I don't know if you can because I think a lot of times no matter what you do you're going to have somebody in your ear saying like this is this this is that this is not good enough but like as Black women, we come into this space of telling ourselves we deserve all of these things. Um, what are some ways that that you've seen or that you can share that Black women have been able to really take ownership of that self-love relationship, of, of that, um, that self-care, self-love relationship and ownership of, you know, this is what works for me and I'm going to be okay in standing in the fact that I'm making this decision and I'm okay with that. And I don't care what anyone else says. <laughs>
1: I think we learned to take ownership of it and I think we've learned to embrace it because we're seeing the benefits for other folks. Mm. Um, so I think you start to see the people around you or you start to look on social media and you see people really showing up as their full selves. It starts to give you permission to do the same thing. So, oh, she's loving on herself. She's doing this work. And look at how it's changed her life, right? We're really focused on the transformation. So, oh, she went from this to this. Mm -hmm. Okay, I want to feel like that too, or I want to have that too. Okay, let me figure out what this means and what this looks like. I also think we're getting more comfortable with accepting the fact that we are human too. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) that's (laughs) a big one. That goes against what we've been taught too, right? Mm -hmm. Like humans get to feel their feelings. Humans get to offer themselves compassion. They get to be gentle with themselves. That's not luxury. I think those things are luxury, Well, been considered luxury, things that we haven't been able to fully enjoy. And so now we're starting to learn, okay, I am human. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be strong all the time. I get to cry. I yeah. can feel my feelings. I can want to be loved. I can love on myself. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. for so long i think we saw emotions as weaknesses mm-hmm. right like i can't get caught in my feelings i don't have an opportunity to do this i can't do that I, I gotta keep moving i gotta keep it pushing and i think we're learning that in doing so we are continuing to minimize those things we're minimizing our experiences so when we start to say you know what Nope, pause mm-hmm. my feelings matter my needs are important oh okay so then like when you start to realize that it really changes everything else moving forward. And mm. so we're really giving ourselves permission to do that work.
0: Mm. I love that word permission too. Like you have to give that to yourself before, <laughs> like, we're, I think we always seek that, seek it outward. Like, oh, somebody has to give us permission to do this. And I was also thinking, as you said, luxury. Um, it's funny. I have this conversation with my friends. I'm going on like, oh, sorry, no, no, come back. <laughs> I have this conversation with my friends about deserving luxury. and sometimes. Um, when we say that, we forget that some of the things we call luxury, like you said, are just basic things Mm -hmm. that we are told that we have to be here to get when in reality, like you said, we're human. So we deserve those regardless. Like, yes, girl, take that trip. Take your PTO. Um, I actually, I just found out that you can use FMLA for like a headache or like, like, I didn't even realize that. (laughs) And I'm over here thinking like, that's considered like something serious or like unquote luxury as some people would say but it's it's basic and you get it so um it's crazy that you know we are considering that we are just like just thinking about it you're realizing like wow we've been told that we don't deserve the basic things many times um and then figuring out like I deserve ease and that's also a basic necessity that I deserve to have in my life like I deserve to be able to bring that in um so I think that's I think that's amazing. Um, one of the other questions I wanted to ask um, you is, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, but the word ease and bringing that into our lives and releasing the the, the negativity and the 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 hold, the chokehold that struggle has on us, because <laughs> struggle has this chokehold on us that we can't we can't let go. Um, one thing that I've always experienced, and I don't know if other people have experienced this, is when you start to allow yourself to release that struggle or release and invite ease into your life, people like, and I, I'm sure she going to listen this, like my mom, right? <laughs> um, thinking about that and like saying in her response sometimes is like, but why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? You can't do this. You can't do that. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes I feel guilty for saying like, no, I still want this because you know, it's my mom and all the stuff she's been through. And it's like, you don't want to, to disappoint her either. But how do you work through that when you're, you're an adult now and you're like, I want these things, but you have very important people in your life kind of telling you like, no, you don't deserve that. Not necessarily deserve, but like, no, that's not something you should strive for.
1: I think that is probably one of the most common experiences, especially for us as millennials, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because we are working on ease and we're learning to embrace ease into our lives. Our parents have a lot of feelings Mm -hmm. around that. (laughs) Um, So for example, my belief is my time is valuable. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to spend my time doing the things I don't want to do. Amen. One of those things is I'm not about to clean this house because I don't want to (laughs) call me what you want. Say what you want. I don't care. I'm -hmm. not doing it. I don't want to. So I have found someone who is an amazing human who comes and cleans once a week. Yes. I love that. (laughs) But that's a, that was a really big deal though, because Mm -hmm. when I started having the conversation with folks around, they're like, well, why? Like you could do that. Well, why? I could do it. Why? Why are you doing that? You don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Like it's yours. You should cl- you're right. And I understand that it is mine, and I am here and sure. And I value my time. Yeah. And I know that if it takes two to three hours to do a thing, that's two to three hours. I could be spending doing something that's going to be fruitful for me, or I can spend that two to three hours laying on the couch with my dog. Yeah. If that's what I choose to do. Exactly. So It has been, so I think really understanding the why. So for me, the why is because I feel like my time is valuable and I want to spend that time in another way. Mm -hmm. So even when I was having that conversation with folks and they were giving me their opinions and that's fine, I was really clear on, I hear you and this is what I'm choosing to do. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that in the back of my head, I wasn't like, ooh, they're right. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Or like, maybe that is money I could spend elsewhere. Or maybe that means, right, it was still there, but I knew the why. I was mm. doing it because this was going to make my life easier. So I think we have to really be clear on, again, what our why is. Mm. I'm doing this because, and even if it's not a, what feels like a grand reason, you can say, I'm doing this because I want to. Yeah. And we got to start getting comfortable with what our needs are mm-hmm. so that we can meet them even yeah. if other people don't understand.
0: Yeah, that why is important. That why is, is really big. And I've been learning and and I don't know, I'm, I'm sure other people have felt this way. I've been learning over the past two years because the pandemic has been very helpful in getting some people lives together, including me. Okay, um, <laughs> I've been learning that my why can be different than like my mom's and that's okay. And I shouldn't feel guilty for, for like taking a trip somewhere and you know my mom doesn't travel like that so she's like well you travel too much but that's what i want to do and i'm choosing to do that so i think i think that's also hard particularly for black women because we hold our mothers in such high regard and you know they they've been such a rock in our lives uh, for many many reasons but i think it's so hard for black women to just say i'm not going to listen to that (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm gonna Mm -hmm. do my own thing um and that's that's okay Mm -hmm. yeah it's It's one of those things um, that you have to learn how to do Um, any, any tips on that particular thing of having those conversations. (laughs)
1: Yes. So when I had that conversation, my, my approach was, I'm going to tell you this thing that I want to do. Mm -hmm. Now I know you are going to feel a way about it and that's okay. So then we had the conversation. I'm going to have someone come in once a week and clean oh, well, you don't need to, you don't have to, you don't, I hear you. Mm -hmm. And I understand that cleaning for you is very therapeutic. It gives you all of the warm and fuzzies. It doesn't do that for me. (laughs) So I'm going to spend that time doing something that makes me warm and fuzzy. Mm -hmm. Well, I, okay, I understand. And so then I, I'm a very open with my mother about her her struggles Mm -hmm. and how that's translated for me. So then I've said, well, you've done, you've done enough. So I've, I've learned from watching you that I, that's not what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to choose, you've done all of these things to make my life better. And so I'm going to capitalize on that by doing these things that then make my life easier Mm -hmm. so that all of your work, all of your pain and suffering and the things doesn't go in vain. Cause I know you don't want to see me go through the same thing. That's true. So this is why I'm making these decisions Mm -hmm. because this is what brings me joy. Okay, all right. I <laughs> all wish- right now,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna take some of that and use that in my conversations with my mom. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, so we talked a little bit about ease, but we we also kind of talked a little bit about the self love journey, mm-hmm. um, and how black women we are coming on. We are finally getting to the place where we are allowing ourselves to love on ourselves. We are doing all the things we love. We're buying ourselves the things we want. We're taking trips. Um, we're asking for more. We're putting our standards high and we're not accepting anything lower than that. So as we, we well, we started 2022 already, but <clears throat> as we start the self-love journey of this year, um, and you posted some things on your Instagram that I love. And one of the things was accountability. And I was like, damn, that's a good word. Um, <laughs> that was a good word. And I was like, I was like, let me save this. Um, and the reminders of just, you know, like detaching yourself and letting things go and, and allowing yourself space to do these things. Um, talk to us a little bit about, um, share, well, let me ask it this way. Share um, some ideas or, or ways that women who are starting or continuing their self-love journey can bring not just ease, but accountability, um, release, all of those things into their journey for 2022.
1: Let me start by saying, Some of the self-love stuff Mm -hmm. on social media is, is performative. Mm. Um, I I love it and I like it and I'll share and I love us and I get the warm and fuzzies, but Mm -hmm. a lot of it really is performative. So like Mm. when we think self-love, we think, oh, I have to be loving on myself. I'm going to go buy this new bag. I'm going to go take this trip. I'm going to go purchase a home. I'm going to drive a brand new Mercedes. I'm going to do all of these things. And like, they all look good on the outside. And I want to be clear. I love the external things, just like the next person. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure that we're always doing the internal work on Mm -hmm. this journey that Mm -hmm. needs to be done because you can have all of those external things. And it's pretty and it fits into your mood board. And the real is perfection and it got a million views and it's beautiful, but internally, you're still not happy Mm. and you still don't feel good about yourself. So I think that's really important because this self love thing is not easy at all. And it's not easy because there's a lot of things that we need to do that we're not necessarily willing to do. So you mentioned the post about accountability accountability is one of the biggest things on our self-love journeys but you hardly ever hear people talk about it yeah because when we hear accountability we think blaming we think criticism we think judgment we don't really understand that again accountability is about acknowledging the ways in which you show up and are these things harmful to yourself or Mm -hmm. to other people we don't always want to sit and do that work because that that's not something that you can post on a reel and get all the likes <laughs> get right? all the likes <laughs> it, just, it just it doesn't translate in the right. same way so we don't we don't typically talk about that or we don't talk about what it means to really sit with yourself after holding yourself accountable and acknowledging the smaller things about yourself or the parts of yourself that you don't like we don't mm-hmm. talk about that we don't talk about how to meet those parts that you don't like with compassion and with grace We we don't we kind of like do to do look at my this and look at that (laughs) and it's pretty and my font's pretty and I'm like okay sis and Mm -hmm. what's going on? So we don't talk about feeling our feelings as a part of our self love journey. We don't talk about the nitty gritty pieces, Mm. and I think that's what is missing a lot of the time. No, that's very true.
0: (laughs) That's very true. Because I'm just thinking about like. Some of the things that I have seen. And that's also why I love your page on Instagram so much, because some of the things you share, I'm like, this is so real that no one is talking about it. And the accountability, like you said, of just sitting with yourself um, after something has happened and processing that, that is like the hardest part, because we're so used to meeting that with negativity and mm-hmm. and negative words and and downplaying ourselves. So to sit there and be like, you know, girl, it's okay. Like,
1: It is okay. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) We we skip all the steps. And I think we tend to think that self-love is like, oh, I love, I love everything about myself. I'm super awesome. Yay. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily what it is. It's okay, I'm acknowledging. I am holding myself accountable. And then after I hold myself accountable, again, I'm meeting myself with compassion. I'm also being very honest about um, my emotions. I'm expressing my emotions. I am showing up for myself regularly. I'm being mindful of my negative self-talk and I'm being mindful of when it's coming up, what my needs are, where it's coming from. I'm learning how to forgive myself. Cause that's a hard one too. I'm learning what it means to forgive myself and what it is that I need. I'm figuring out what my needs are. We don't, those are the pieces that we kind of often neglect Mm -hmm. that are literally essential in order for this journey to move forward.
0: So do you think that, I'm sorry, I just thought about this. So I wanted to ask this question. Do you think that all of those things, um, if you don't do those things, can you still fit ease into your self-love journey or into that journey or- do those two things kind of have to happen at the same time is that
1: does that make sense Mm -hmm. in my opinion they all have to happen together Mm -hmm. because I see ease as a form of self-love for me Mm -hmm. I don't other people might see it differently and that's fair but to me when I think about ease I really think about it's how I'm showing myself care and attention it is how I am working to eliminate the things that make life harder or non-enjoyable, non-enjoyable or not enjoyable mm-hmm. for myself, right? And so when I'm allowing in ease because I'm pushing back on all of these things that society has taught me, it then forces me or encourages me, I like encourage better, it encourages me to be more gentle with myself, Ooh. right? So that goes to the self-compassion piece. It allows me to really understand where these beliefs come from. That's the examining the negative self-talk, right? So there's pieces of this that kind of all are intertwined and flow together. Mm.
0: I like that. I like that. I think, yeah. I think that's probably where I was struggling with to understand like ease. Cause I'm like, where does that, how does that even fit in? Not even, don't even get me started on the fact that I didn't even really realize what that meant, which is a problem in itself, but <laughs> it is, it is. And I'm okay with saying
1: that out loud. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. A concern, but maybe not a problem. Okay. Because I think when we say problem, we then think it's something we have to fix. Mm. And it's not necessarily something you have to fix because you don't have to do anything. Because, but is it okay? I have, it's helpful for me to have a better understanding of where this is coming from. Yes. Then you can learn to embrace that for yourself mm. and determine what that looks like for you. Yes.
0: Okay. Yes. Yes, okay. thank you for bringing that <laughs> to my attention, which is yeah. something that goes along with everything we kind of been talking about <laughs> today. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for some of the ladies listening, with all the ladies listening actually, um, when we talk about the self love journey and all of that, and we kind of talked about how a lot of the things on social media are very surface level; they don't get into the the nitty gritty of the journey. Mm-hmm. Can you share one or two things for women who are um, Cause it was a two-part question. Cause I know there's a lot of women who are starting, but then if you're women who are continuously in the journey and rediscovering or just now discovering certain parts about yourself, how can we make some changes or what does that self-love journey or tips for self-love
1: journey in 2022 look like? I would say at the top of that is accountability with compassion hmm. to me is at the top. So that's really learning what it means to be kind to yourself. We think, again, we tend to judge, we tend to criticize ourselves. And what that does is that it tends to make us feel even worse than we felt before. Mm-hmm. So we, init- we essentially become our own bullies, right? Mm-hmm. And so I always tell folks, like, your, your inner thoughts is your coach. So be mindful of what your coach is telling you. Mm-hmm. Because what your coach says is going to impact how you show up for the game. Yeah. So we have to really be mindful of that inner conversation and be willing to be nicer to ourselves. The second piece to me is really being able to own your power. So a lot of times we feel stuck because we feel like there's nothing else for us to do or we feel like we don't have control. Mm -hmm. And the reality is we have way more control over this thing called life than we may think we do. Mm -hmm. And so when we're able to acknowledge the things that we do have control over or the next best decision that we can make for ourselves, then it allows us to really lean into the power that we have.
0: Mm. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm just like, I'm sitting here like, yes. (laughs) I'm taking it all in like, yes, (laughs) yes, yes, yes.
1: (laughs) And then my third tip would really be learning to forgive yourself Mm. okay I got four learning to forgive yourself give it all we need it all (laughs) (laughs) because we we have to be willing to forgive ourselves for the things that we didn't know Mm. and sometimes for the things that we did know but we did the opposite anyway and so we can't do that if we don't acknowledge what the behavior was and accept accountability see like there's there's a flow And so we can do that when we say, okay, I've done this thing. I did this thing because I forgive myself for doing this. Why do you forgive yourself? Is it you were doing it because you were in survival mode? Was it meeting a need? What what was going on during that time? Like we got to be willing to give the full, full rundown so that we are able to then say, okay, I am human. I am going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And so mistakes are going to happen. I need, mm-hmm. I forgive myself for the ways in which I showed up. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one would be, I guess this kind of goes with accountability and acknowledging, but we got to stop self-sabotage. So really yes. identifying the behaviors that are impeding on our journeys, uh, that are keeping us stuck in places that we don't want to be stuck in.
0: Now, Okay. I'm so glad you said that. Right. <laughs> because the one thing I always think about, and I've learned this in my journey of mm-hmm. like self-sabotage. Um, but tell us what are some ways that people self-sabotage? Cause I think some people hear the word and then they're like, Oh, well I don't do that. Or they don't recognize how they do that in their life. And that was me at some point in time. It, that was definitely me. So. <laughs> So we've
1: all been there. Yep, been there too. Um, And so when I say self-sabotage, I am talking about the things that are actively or passively impeding on your ability to accomplish your goals. So that might be your thoughts, that might be behaviors. So a lot of times when we are talking about self-sabotage, that might look like waiting to the last minute to complete a task. Mm -hmm. That may look like going to therapy, but then not participating in your, or not completing your therapy homework. Um, The most common one that we tend to see is that might look like you saying you want a relationship, but dealing with people who don't want a relationship with you.
0: That part. (laughs) And there's no, and sorry, really quickly, there's no excuse. (laughs) For saying like, well, da, 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 da. I just wanted this. I just wanted that. No, because you know what you want.
1: And you did it anyway.
0: And that's okay. You just own that. But-
1: <laughs> and that's, that's the beauty. No, you're right. Because that's the beauty of it. The beauty is you have to be willing to own it. And a lot of times we're not willing to own that that's how we're showing up. Mm. It's, oh, well, he said he didn't want to date me, but I thought I could. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. If somebody doesn't want to be in a relationship with you, or with you, mm-hmm. and you choose to continue to engage with that person, that is a form of self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. Because what you say you want, your goals for life, are not, you're not showing up for that. You're, your actions are not showing that. Mm-hmm. So that's self-sabotage. Yep. Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. Yes, and like you said, that's the that's a big one, I think as as women in general we just that's something we definitely we definitely do and and kind of like try to justify it in many ways but like Mm -hmm. you said just own that that's how you're showing up and it's okay if you're saying like this is what I want to do right now but Mm -hmm. just own that and and say you know it's it's probably not going to help me in the long run but I'm going to stay here for for this moment um and then process that it's funny when you said uh showing up to therapy and not doing your homework my therapist used to say you used to come in the beginning all pretty and late And not listening to anything I was saying, I was like, you're right. That was me. (laughs) Pretty in late. (laughs) late. (laughs) Um, But that's also another thing, like you said, just because therapy is so important, but really taking what you're learning and applying that, I think just saying you're going to therapy is not enough, like really, really working on yourself, which is the real part of therapy, too, is like digging into that. Um. But that's so funny you said that because she says that to me all the time. She's like, I'm so glad. I'm like,
1: yeah, it only took me a little bit of time, but I'm here now. <laughs> that's the most important part, though, mm-hmm. is that you're here now. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a minute. Sometimes, yeah. like you said, we don't always necessarily recognize the ways in which we're sabotaging ourselves. Mm-hmm. So for you, it was okay, I'm going to therapy. And not realizing, like, okay, there's some pieces of this that I might be engaging in that's slowing down any progress that I might be making
0: right right exactly yes yes and then I was sitting there like when we got into the real work I was like man I want to go back to sitting pretty because this shit
1: is hard (laughs) (laughs) this is hard (laughs) yes it is and and that's why we stay in that first phase a little longer sometimes because Mm -hmm. that feels easier
0: yeah 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 um, I have this question I want to ask you, and I'm going to give you a second to, to think about an answer because okay. <laughs> I kind of threw it at you. Um, how would you define, um, your, or someone else's, or how would you define what a self love mission is? And I ask that because I've had this conversation with a few of my friends and we were talking about, I'm on a mission to self-love. What does that, what is that? How do you define that? Is there a way to define that or?
1: Hmm. Okay. Self-love mission. So when I hear self-love mission, I hear I'm on a mission to improve my relationship with myself. So whether that looks like I'm working to increase my self-esteem and my self-confidence, I'm working to fully understand my self-worth and how that causes me to show up in the world. And then once I acknowledge those things, then I am actively taking steps to move past those things so that I can love all parts of myself.
0: Mm I like that. okay (laughs) you're like thinking like don't add anything to that (laughs) like i said i knew i throw it i threw it at you like out the blue but i was just thinking about that i was like yeah we talk about self-love mission but we never really Mm -hmm. define what that is or like what that looks like for us so i appreciate Mm -hmm. it thank you for that definition of self-love um so I know before we, we, in our previous episode, we talked about what stepping into she means to you, but I want to know how are you planning on doing that in 2022? And I know you talked about the introspective work and your, your anniversary, but um, what, are you, what other steps are you doing to step into she in 2022?
1: Stepping into <laughs> she in 2022 for me is showing up mm-hmm. and not hiding. I don't know if you saw the clip from Jasmine Sullivan when she accepted an award recently. And she was like, I wanted to stay home because I've gained some weight and I haven't wanted to be seen, but I decided that I was going to stop hiding and I was going to show up. Mm. That for me is what 2022 looks like. There's no more hiding I am going to show up as my full self. And I feel like I do that to a certain extent, social media wise, especially like with words. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been an increase increase of seeing my face on mm-hmm. this page here lately. Mm-hmm. And that's because I think it's really important for me to stop hiding behind the words and the drag because I want you to hear me drag you, okay? Yes, and I want you to see. <laughs> What's going on over here? Um, and that is that has been a struggle for me of being okay with seeing myself on the page of recording reels, of talking on the stories, but I am committed to showing up mm-hmm. and not not just showing up for the the community, a couple thousand, but like showing up for myself. Because there's no reason for me to continue hiding. No reason. So I can't be throwing, you need to love yourself. Accept accountability. How hey, you <laughs> showing up? Be mindful. Love on you. If I'm not willing to do the same thing. So that's what stepping in the shade looks like for me this year. I love showing that.
0: Up. I love that. I did notice that. I was like, oh, she's doing my videos. We see her face. I did notice that. Yeah. I love it though, because I think, hearing like hearing you speak that also brings a different um approach and a different weight to the words that you're saying which i think are really important and most times are always speaking to my life so thank you for that <laughs> thank you for that um so we talked a lot about ease self-love relationships and all of that um are, do you have any last minute tips or suggestions or anything that you want to share with our listeners as they go into their self-love mission for
1: 2022 yes Mm -hmm. get comfortable with being you Mm. figure out who you are and then lean into that know that you don't have to be like the next person or the person after that but like you are you so your journey is going to be your journey figure out what that is mm. because you can't run everybody else's race you gotta run yours that's so true. Yes. So that's one mm-hmm. get okay be okay with people not liking you everybody ain't gonna like you you're not Ooh. gonna beat everybody's cup of tea. And there's a strong possibility you don't like everybody either. So it's always okay. That's true. Um, the the biggest thing is really about when you give yourself full permission to show up as yourself, your people are going to find you. Mm. But if you're continuing to hide behind the pretty reels and the pretty carousel posts and doing things that don't necessarily feel good to you but they look good the people that are for you are never gonna find you Mm -hmm. and that's professionally personally all the things so yeah tying that up together get figure out who you are and get comfortable in it and then allow yourself to show up as her i love that i feel like the two
0: you said be okay with people not liking you and um, show up as yourself. I feel like that's a whole topic in itself. Like, <laughs> that's like a whole. When you said that, I was like, oh, I need to write that down. <laughs> so I think a lot of times we struggle with that. We struggle with that. So on the 2022 self love mission, be okay with people not liking you and show up as yourself because your people will find you. Yes. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, so you have some other new things happening in 2022. Tell us what's going on.
1: So right now, um, accepting people for my, from self-sabotage to self-love group coaching program mm-hmm. that is going to start February the 6th. Um, so we're really going to be doing some transformative work on identifying the self-sabotaging behaviors and then learning how to address those reframe the inner critic all the good things so that we can really enter into who we are at our core so that's one thing um you're actually the first person to hear this other than the people around me so i'm gonna tell you this too also have a deck of affirmation journal prompt cards coming out (laughs) Um, and so those those should have been out because they've been done for six months now that's a whole other mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. So showing up not <laughs> the way um, so those should be available around valentine's day ish too okay um, so a perfect addition into everybody's self-love journey i love that i love journal prompts and affirmation cards i'm looking forward to that for sure for sure
0: yes and you're still accepting clients
1: correct still accepting coaching clients coaching clients okay still a wait list for therapy okay okay
0: so y'all better get on the wait list okay (laughs) y'all better get on the wait list but in the meantime get in the coaching sessions get all of this coaching and the amazing amazing um advice support teaching coaching everything that miss america allen has to provide to us because she continues to show up and show out for us so we definitely appreciate you for that um and I love this conversation this was so good I feel like every time we talk I feel like I'm like this is another topic that (laughs) this is another thing that I gotta put on the list but I think it worked out really well mostly because these are some of the same conversations I'm having with my friends so I'm thinking about maybe doing a group one that might be like a good it might be a good time, to- a good episode, a good episode. Yes, it would be. Mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. But thank mm-hmm. you for coming on to the Stepping Into Sheep podcast again. We love having you here. So, you know, you might see another episode of Miss America Allen again because she's just amazing. <laughs> and yeah. she might have to run the group one and tell us to get our lives together. <laughs>
1: I would love that.
0: Yes, okay, yes, yes. We're gonna put that together. Um, <laughs> so everyone, and just before we uh close out, please let us know where we can. Find you um, your Instagram handle. We'll definitely put the website in the information, the um, the overview of the episode. But for anyone looking to follow you on Instagram or connect with you on social media or in other ways, please share how they can do that.
1: I am on Instagram at Sunu Healing Collectively. Facebook, same thing. But your best bet is going to be on Instagram. Okay.
0: Yes, and we will definitely put the link in the overview of the episode. Um, As well as some of the tips that she shared today, because they were really good. And I need to make sure y'all get y'all hear this. Okay. (laughs) But thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. This conversation was amazing. And I love that you are showing up for yourself as you step into she in 2022. So I can't wait to see more of that.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Hey, y'all. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Stepping Into She podcast. Like and comment on this episode and let me know your thoughts after this conversation. And as always, subscribe to the Stepping Into She podcast so you can stay up to date on the most recent episodes as they drop. Lastly, if you have a woman in your life or know someone whose story can encourage, uplift, support, and inspire others, DM me on Instagram at Stepping Into She and let me know how I can contact them. I look forward to bringing more conversations of inspiration, support, and love to you all. Thank you.